I'm an expert at selling homes, right? So I can sell a home anywhere. Then there's some stuff I got to be honest with my clients and be like, hey, I don't know downtown Frederick like the back of my hand, right? But you're not hiring me to sell you downtown Frederick. You're hiring me to sell you a home. And that we know how to do at a very high level. I love that. I love that. Now, one of the things that you had just said is about uh, doing things differently and being um, getting out. Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Good afternoon, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. Today, we do have Adam Chubbuck with Douglas Realty. And Adam, thank you so much for being here and being willing to be interviewed. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jennifer. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. So I want to get into the crux of this right off the bat and get Let's the just jump in. in. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> We're going to submerge ourselves today. So the one of the reasons, y'all, that we are, um, Adam's in the top 5% of, of uh, realtors in the state of Maryland. And what that consists of is in the last 12 months, and we're uh, recording in, at the end of August 2023, is already. 16, I know it's crazy. We have 16 buy side transactions for just over $6 million and 11 sell side transactions for about $4.3 million. So that's going to give us a total of 27 transactions in the last 12 months that are actually closed and about almost, third, um, I'm sorry, uh, $10,400,000. In, and that's just um, in Maryland, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Those were the numbers from MMI and they were just in Maryland. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And so we want to, I want to first start out by saying phenomenal numbers and ask you to please take off your humble hat while we have this conversation because realtors that are listening to here really need to know what you're doing and want to know what you're doing to have this kind of success in this market. We know that Maryland, is, I always say that, not Mar, Maryland Realtors has said that we are down 22% in our state uh, year over year. So even with being down 22% year over year, you're still having a phenomenal last 12 months, 27 transactions and almost 10.4 million in our state. And I want to know what you're doing. No, I mean, so thanks for the question. Um, a lot of different things, right? There's no single point of success is the number one thing I can say, right? So we kind of do anything and everything, right? If we get a phone call to take something, it's never no, it's a figure out, well, how do we make this work, right? I mean, we deal with everything from people getting divorced who just bought a house six months ago. How do we make that work to you want to sell a mobile home, right? Um, and there's really nothing outside the box. Um, we're not just licensed in Maryland. I know this is a Maryland podcast specifically, but we're also licensed Maryland, DC, Virginia, and we're adding PA, right? That kind of sticks with that same fundamental to kind of branch outside the box. I think the days of, you know, I only work Pasadena or I only work Anne Arundel County are kind of fading away, right? Um, mm -hmm. The local subject matter expert is kind of, I don't want to say dying because there's still definitely a need for that local subject matter expert, but like, I only sell on one, two, three main street. And well, 
business is growing bigger than two, three, four streets, one neighborhood, two neighborhood. So we're really willing to kind of step outside the box and kind of go to other places, right? So I, I would say that's probably the biggest attributable piece of success is being willing to go outside of your comfort zone and be like, oh, you want to see houses out in Frederick. Okay. Like, obviously we can't just fly out there in 30 seconds and get that done. And we got to communicate that, but you know, I'm an expert at selling homes, right? So I can sell a home anywhere. Then there's some stuff I got to be honest with my clients and be like, Hey, I don't know downtown Frederick, like the back of my hand. Right. But you're not hiring me to sell you downtown Frederick. You're hiring me to sell you a home and that we know how to do at a very high level. I love that. I love that. Now, one of the things that you had just said is about uh, doing things differently and being um, getting out there and getting out of your comfort zone. So I would like to ask now, what is your what does your daily success plan look like for you? So time blocking, time blocking, time blocking, right? If it's not in the calendar, we the chances are we're probably not doing it, right? I mean, and there's like, so every day, like I'm not going to pull up my calendar right now, but every day we have dedicated time slots to do different activities, whether that's lead follow-up prospecting. Nobody wants to talk about prospecting, but it's what fuels business, right? You know, I, I agree with you, right? I mean, it's getting scary to pick up a phone and call people because nobody wants to hear the horrible ugliness on the other side. But what if you find that one person that really needs your help and all yeah. it took was a two minute phone call, right? Um, so time blocking would be the biggest key, right? So I generally get into the office every day about 8, 8.30, you know, depending on what kids are doing and all that, right? I'm also a father of four, so keeps us on our toes. But um, get in the office about 8.30, you know, I don't, I try to jump into stuff, productive stuff by zero nine and we're off and running throughout the day, right? Um, typical day is nine to 11 is prospecting, 11 to 12 is lead follow-up, 12 to 1230. I try to have five intentional conversations with other agents um, and intentional doesn't mean I'm calling you to figure out what's going on with one, two, three main street. Intentional means I'm calling to find out how your kid did a golf match last week. I'm calling to see, you know, just maintaining those relationships, right? Because having good relationships with other agents, you know, that we all want to pretend like are our enemies half the time might be the difference between you getting a deal and not getting a deal, right? Especially in the competitive market that we're in right now with limited inventory and whatnot, right? So I love trying to that. be intentional. Yeah, trying to be intentional with our time. And I try to leave the afternoon open in case I get a random phone call to go show a house over at 123 Main Street, right? I want to be available to go do that or take a listing appointment or do something along those lines. Okay, gotcha. I love how that flows. Very good. I'm just taking a little, a couple notes here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stealing my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I I like to see how everybody is different. And I actually then write all these notes down uh, because I am a huge person that is, uh, as we've discussed before, in time blocking and prospecting every single day, nine to, well, I, I like Monday through Thursday from nine to 11. Well, and and let me share something with you, right? So nobody likes working weekends. You know, and I'm one of those agents, right? I already mentioned I've got four kids. I've got a wife, you know, like life is moving, right? So I want to spend time with those people. So if I don't have to work a weekend and kind of do like the spur of the moment thing where I'm running out the door to go show four houses on a Sunday, 
if I can stagger that and set that up intentionally Monday through Friday, I have found that it allows me to go spend quality time with the people I love, right? So and you're that was one, that. yeah, it's one huge like success piece, if you will, to time blocking, right? Nobody wants to do it and it stinks sometimes, but it allows you to go and do the things that you want to do when you want to do them, right? I mean, Absolutely. we live in Maryland with plenty of water access, you know, we got beautiful golf courses, we got, you know, kids got soccer matches, whatever it may be. Nobody wants to miss a soccer match because I had to go show the Joneses three houses that they can't afford, right? right. I mean, Very so smart. let's be real. I love that. I love how your plan is. Um, now, if I remember correctly, when we spoke, um, you have a business coach that you do some coaching with. Would you yeah, like to share absolutely. it with us? Well, yeah, I absolutely would. So I'm a member of the Tom Ferrier Coaching Network. Um, for those that don't know, Tom Ferrier is number one coach in the world in real estate space, um, highly successful. And I will tell you, it is probably the single, single biggest key to ascending, right? So I had, I, I've only been licensed since July 1st, 2019, right? Spent my first year, I was in the Navy for a long time and I tried to get that boat as close to the dock as possible before I retired. And then in like April of 21, I started to really see some success. And then May of 21, I put like six houses under contract and I said, hold on a second. I got to get this like contained here, right? I got to figure this piece out. And I, I wanted to go from, instead of being like close one, maybe two a month and then wait 30 days to go close another one. I wanted to figure out how to close that gap to get us, you know, consistent, right? If I'm going to do this full time, I need to be consistent and coaching really helped me kind of ascend that level, right? My, my personal coach is Dave Thompson. Um, he's with the Michigan top producers. We talk every Friday morning at 8 a.m rain, shine, whether I'm feeling ill, whether I don't want to get out of bed. Um, I tried to call last week at like seven and be like, I don't want to do this today. And he's like, nope, we'll be there. See you at eight. He wasn't even hearing my my nonsense, right? So, um, and it's good. The accountability piece is extremely important, right? And I'm a motivated person. Mm -hmm. I don't have trouble getting out of bed and doing those things. But like, there's even days where I'm like, I don't think this is for me today. And he keeps me on the gun, so. I love that. That is wonderful. Well, when we look at that uh, $10 million in production from last year, or a little bit over $10 million in production last year, where did it come from? Do you know how those numbers break down for you? Um, roughly, right? So I we're only looking at one state, right? So I kind of look at things in like a holistic point of view. We ended up closing 60 sides last year as a team, right? So about 25 million total. Um, and we kind of do the octopus method, which is kind of a weird thing, right? You can't have a single pillar to stand on, right? So if you take a piece of paper, draw a circle on it, put a bunch of lines off it, each one of those lines or legs is your lead pillar, right? So I'm going to say the ugly Z word that nobody wants to hear, Zillow. Right. We do co-market with Zillow and we do it at a pretty decent level. Um, they bring in a lot of our buyers. Right. Because I didn't I didn't grow up in Maryland. Um, I've only been in Maryland since 2014. I'm a transplant. So I don't have like those kid networks that people grew up playing softball and baseball with their entire lives. I don't have that network to go back and reach on to. So we had to kind of get creative with that. So Zillow would be one arm of that. 
Uh, Realer.com would be another arm of that. We do a lot of direct mail. You know, we probably, with every listing, we probably send three or 4,000 postcards um, in different phases, a coming soon postcard, letting people know, because when you're selling a home, the person that is living there knows people that want to live there and their neighbors know people that want to live in their neighborhood. So it's the best. I've always found it's the best. If you can get the neighborhood fired up about your house, mm -hmm. you're going to do a great job selling it. So we usually do either coming soon slash just listed with an open house. That's either usually one postcard, maybe two. Then we do an under contract because at the end of the day, I'm trying to get more listings off this deal, right? Every, every listing we're trying to turn into one and a half more statistically, right? And then we do a just sold. Uh, so lots of postcards. We do a lot of direct mail letters, right? Going out to people. Um, we do a buyer SOP when, say I get, you come to me and you want to buy 123 Main Street and it's a split foyer home, four bedroom, two bath listed for 430,000. Everybody can kind of picture that typical home, Maryland style in their head, right? And we can't find anything that's on the market. And what does come on the market gets five offers in 45 minutes, right? It's kind of tough, especially when you're dealing with a lower tier buyer. So we'll go back and A, look at expireds. B, we'll look at stuff that sold like five, six years ago. Just give them a call. Hey, you thinking about selling, right? You know, and it's, we make it way more complicated than it needs to be. But that's kind of the general sauce, right? At the end of the day, I'm just trying to help two parties get to where they want to be, you know? Um so buyer SOP, direct mail, that kind of thing. Uh, cold calling, prospecting would be our third tier, fourth tier. Um, oh man, I'm kind of drawing a blank. We do a lot of social media, Google ads. We're starting to grow our YouTube presence. Um, we work with a lot of military buyers. Our team name is Team Alpha Charlie, right? So we are a military-centric team. We love helping our military community buy and sell homes um so we get a lot of out-of-state people right so we put a lot of those walkthroughs on the youtube okay yeah I think those, that's a great I idea think those, yeah i think those are the main pillars referral of other agents part of being in the tom ferry network it's top producing agents all across the country right mm -hmm. so um they always have people coming in and out of the dmv and we want to help those people so i love yeah. that I think, does that kind of answer that question yeah you know, it's kind of like a 40 minute answer to a, a 20 second question, but no, that's good. That's good. That's the whole, one of the whole reasons of this podcast is I want to sh sh shine the light for those agents that are not sure where to get business. And, and I always think that when you do any type of marketing, you got to be true to yourself and who you are. So, um, and I've shared in the past when my kids were little, I had breakfast with Santa at the firehouse that my sister belonged to, that she was a volunteer right. firefighter. My ex-husband dressed up as Santa Claus and my kids were present and we had gifts that were donated and we did all this and gave, and then I gave uh, discounts off Christmas trees and I wrote the check to the fire department. We did all those things right. when my kids were little because it flowed with my life. Now my children are adults at 22 and 24. I typically don't market like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's not part of my life anymore. Well, when being, I yeah. Being creative in marketing. Right. I mean, yeah. people don't think of live events as marketing, but that's a hundred percent what it is. I love like a local craft fair and we're getting ready to go do the Higgins pet fair in Crofton in October. Mm. You know, like I like small events, right? Yeah. If you ask me to come sponsor your golf tournament, 
probably do it because I love golf, right? But like, <laughs> I don't expect a tangible return off of that, right? Right. Where yeah. if we go do like a Crofton pet fair, you know, and I can have say 30 conversations where exactly. I'm not trying to sell you a house. I'm just trying to be somebody that you know, like, and trust. And you remember to call when you want to sell Aunt Jenny's house, right? I want to be that guy when you call to sell Aunt Jenny's house. It is, it's important to just do what, what works for you when you're considering marketing and, and taking your time to do something. It's got to flow with your lifestyle. Um, right. It was hard for me when I was trying to do things that were outside of my lifestyle. And it made it so much easier when I just did it all together. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that makes a big difference. So you are a pretty positive man in this industry. And try I, to be. And I would like to know how you put aside all the craziness that we're hearing from the media yep. and 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 come to work every day with such a positive attitude. So I would say number one is I try to block it out, right? I had a lender yesterday text me and say, you know, they think Q1 next year is going to be rough and we got to plan for it now. I say, keep that bologna and cheese over there, right? I don't have time for it. I just don't, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm in the business of selling houses. Is it going to be a little bit slower? Maybe. Is it going to be? They also said 2023 was going to be a tough year and here we are doing okay. Right? We're not, We're not killing things left and right, but we're doing pretty darn good. And I'm you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty proud of that, right? So yeah. I, I think hard work and determination, right? Being creative, you know, that's why we're looking at adding PA. I've sold, I said no to two PA deals in the last 30 days. No is an ugly word to me. I don't like it. I don't mm. want to deal with it. I don't want to say it, right? So I want to be able to service everybody that we have the opportunity to serve right. at any moment, right? Um, and that does mean we have to step outside that comfort box that we talked about, right? But yes. in every market, in every market, up or down, houses will always need to be sold. People will always get divorced. People will always be moving into an area. There's people that are just completely anti-renting homes, right? They don't want to be told what to do with the home they live in. And it doesn't matter if the rates are 7%, 4%, or 10%. They're going to figure out a way to buy that house, right? Oh, yes. I'm not going to say date the rate, buy the house. You know, We're not going to say all that, right? But you get what I'm saying, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. there's always going to be a need. I just want to make sure that me and my team are in a position to go out and execute that move for that person. Yes, I love that. What a great idea. That is, it is uh, I really enjoyed uh, hearing people speak that way in such a positive light. Right. Um, what trends are you seeing in the market at this time? So this market is, I mean, it's bananas. And if here's what I'll say, if you're not, paying attention to the market on almost a week-to-week -week basis, you're going to be left behind. And what I mean by that is June and July, we were right back to $30,000, $40,000 over. We were, you know, we were right back to the middle of pandemic, You know, writing crazy offers, waiving appraisals, waiving inspections, all of these things. And then here we are the last week of August, and we brought a listing a few weeks ago or 10 days ago, and we just got our first offer last night. Right. And this is a house that's gorgeous, you know, that I would have thought would have had no issues. We probably would have got three or four offers in the first weekend. And it didn't go bananas like that. Mm. And I think part of that is, you know, we're back to school. So people are slowing down a little bit. You know, the people that wanted to move to get their kids into a school. OK, interest rates have been bananas over the last 30 days. They really mm. haven't helped us. But again, I'm not getting caught up in interest rate talk and all of that. Right. I want to focus on the people that need to move. And that I can be of service to, right? Yeah. If I focus on being of highest level service to the people that have demonstrated 
if they're ready, willing, and able to go forth and execute, then we're going to be fine, right? It's tuning out all the ugly and getting focused on the things that matter. Mm, That is so true. There is so much positivity out there. And I don't know if people don't do the research and don't know it, or are they not listening to it? Or or if maybe the the news is blaring so loudly in the background, um, because I mean, I haven't seen... I haven't seen a large uptick in foreclosures. I mean, yeah, there's a couple of foreclosures that come every now and again. There's so much money in this market. Mm-hmm. I, like in, until the market starts, you know, until we stop seeing so much cash come into the market, I'm not going to be overly concerned, right? Investors right now are out there trying to buy everything and anything they can. Oh, yeah. You know, investors are starting to look at the MLS to go buy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and 10 years ago, that wasn't even a thought, right? We weren't even thinking about the MLS and investors in the same conversation, but there's no other inventory. So we have to get creative and figure out a way to help those people. That is so true. It is so true. And and to share with them just some very important statistics that the average homeowner has over $250,000 in equity. Average. The average average homeowner also has $96,000 in consumer debt, auto loans, credit cards, this is important information to know. This is important information to share because I understand you may not want to get rid of your 2.9 interest rate, but when you're sitting on 100,000, 96,000, pardon me, uh, average in consumer debt, could we just make this a numbers game? Let's just run the numbers. If you were to sell, get rid of all the debt and then buy something new, what your, what your monthly payment would look like? Because I'm very confident what the statistics show is that it would save you about two to three, sometimes $4,000 a month by doing that. And you're taking the higher interest rate because right. what people aren't talking about, they're talking about the sexy interest rate that they got a couple of years ago. I love it. It makes great conversation for parties. You're not yeah. talking about your $96,000 in consumer debt. That <laughs> is something that we have to bring to the forefront and have these conversations with people about. And if they don't know that data, it just dawned on me. Oh gosh, just earlier this week, I'm like, people don't know this data. What are we mm-hmm. going to do? How now, now I feel like responsible and compelled. Like, how do I get this information out to people? And I love having these one-on-ones with people like this. Right. Get, talking to the masses is definitely not, uh, the big masses is definitely not my thing, but I feel compelled. Like, how can you not tell these the people that don't know and don't realize what that two and a half, that 2.9% is actually hurting them because we're acquiring more debt than we ever have consumer debt mm-hmm. nationwide. And that has to be discussed and that yeah, we right. have to come out because then people are going to be touching their 401ks and it's going to be a domino effect in the wrong direction. So Absolutely. I'm so very glad to hear that you're saying that um, and um, that you all are making it a point to share knowledge with your people. Uh, that is second to none. It, and people need this knowledge because they're simply being misinformed. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They really are. Uh, so are there anything, are any new technologies that you're utilizing at this time? I wouldn't say new, right? Um, one big pivot shift we made earlier this year was we took on a new CRM. We went to follow-up boss, right? Mm-hmm. Which is perfect for everybody. Um, but it's perfect for us, right? Um, I, I have four other agents and an ad, two admin uh, who we all utilize. They would keep it 
it runs a schedule. It runs, tells me exactly, it takes all the thinking out of it, right? I don't have mm. to think about who I need to go talk to, touch to those kind of things, right? So not new, quote unquote, but it right. is something that we've implemented. Um, and we still use Red X and, you know, your dialers and all of those things. Um, but I don't chase the sexy trend, if you will, mm -hmm. right? I mean, there's nothing that like, there's no... I want every agent to hear this. There's not one thing in your business that's going to take you from doing six, 10 deals a year to a hundred, right? The thing that's going to do it is work. Work yeah. is working, right? You have to get out there and, and, you know, how many agents stay at home and say, I work from home and work two hours a day and call themselves full-time agents. I'm not talking down to them, but I want to, I want to have that real true conversation. If you're not working six, eight hours a day, minimum in your business you're not really working right yeah. i mean it's hard to hear that but like and that was a, a wake-up call i needed right i mean 18 months ago i was working from my house and i decided all right i got to get into an office and get you know because i need that structure and dedication and i went from like getting on the phone around 10 and you know, maybe i'll go show some houses in the afternoon around two and then Mm -hmm. now I'm done by 4.30, right? Now I get here at 8.30 and I'm lucky to get home by 8.30. And that's by choice, right? Because again, I'm fired up to help people that want to be helped. You know, and I'm, I'm sure not... it's easier in an office space to have somebody to high five when something goes well, or that you have this idea, you've implemented it and look at the results and wow, high five because you're you're collaborating with your co your colleagues. You're speaking right. with them, you're bouncing ideas off of them and you're not isolated and by yourself. Yeah, that group, that group think mentality, right? I, I share an mm. office with another high high volume agent and it's it's surreal to be able to like walk out and be like, will you believe what this agent sent me, right? And like, will you believe what this buyer's asking for? And sometimes he talks to me off the ledge, right? Sure. Sometimes he goes, hey, wait a minute. You know, you're, you're being a little crazy here. And sometimes <laughs> he goes, no, no, you're in a good spot, right? Like just try this, this and that, right? And that group think mentality yeah. is immensely helpful and the other the separation from church and state right you know one thing agents always struggle with is work-life balance right so if i'm able to only work at work and i'm only able to be a present father and husband at home it makes for a win for everybody right mm -hmm. that's not to say i don't break out the laptop every now and again on a sunday night to write an offer of course i do right but i really try to be dedicated on work is for work home is for home and be present at both of those and don't get distracted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was a very tough lesson for me to learn myself. Um, it is. And, and you know who, who helped me to learn it honestly were, were my kids because right. when I was in conversation with them and they're there. They were on their phone. I was like, I just need two minutes of your time. I just would like you to <laughs> eye contact yeah. with me for two minutes and, and do this. Right. But I recognized that I was doing the same to them, but I it was work. So it was acceptable that I was being disrespectful and not looking at them and having conversations. Right. And so I would completely agree with you. It, it that's I learned it from my kids, but I, I it's you're right, it's right across the board. It's that tough. Is, I mean, it is tough. very tough. Right. Uh, so as we're recording at this in, in the end of August, so we got four months left. Do you have a goal for the next four months? Goal for the next four months. Um, no, not specifically, right? I mean, so year to date, 
I have us at like 17 to 18 million, 45 sides, right? I mean, so I know the numbers we're looking at are a little different, which is okay. Mm -hmm. um, we'd like to probably put another 16 to 20 sides on the board, right? Whether it's listing and go buyer seller or whatever it may be. Um, that's kind of the goal we're looking at, right? So we'll see. You know, um, stay positive, stay hungry, stay focused are the biggest three things. Don't look outside at the beautiful weather and be like, I need to be out there on a boat. Stay focused on making a phone call, right? Um, You're speaking you my look, language right there. Yeah, well, I know you live close to the water. So it's yeah. like looking out your window, seeing the water, being like, I don't need to be here today. No, you need to be there. You need to it's be hard. focused. You need to be driven, right? It, it, it definitely is. It's um, important. Oh, I'm well, excited for work. I'm excited for quarter four, right? I think a lot of the yeah. people that kind of waited the summer out are going to come back. You know, rates are going to be rates, right? Again, I don't care about rates. I care about helping people. And I think we're going to help plenty of them if we just stay focused. And what about 2024? Do you have goals for them yet? I know it might be a little bit early to focus on that. No, no, uh, I, I think it's a valid today. question. I think it's a valid question. Um, it, it's tough, right? Because we talk about solo production. We talk about team production. Um, I think as long as we continue with a growth mindset focused on, you know, doing the next right thing, then we're going to be just fine, right? I don't want to get caught up in numbers. You know, I came in the 23 with a number of hitting 100. We're going to fall woefully short of that, probably somewhere in the 60s. But that's not a down year, right? And we're still ahead of PIM slightly of where we were last year. We're not, you know, we're still helping a lot of good people. So, I don't have an exact number, more of a quantitative. I want to continue to grow the team. I want to continue to support other agents in their growth, right? And not only take the success I have, but the real joy is watching other agents win in the market. One of our young agents closed yeah. a house on Wednesday this week, and it needed a lot of love, tender care, right? And we gave it to him. And oh. um, it was cool I to see it. That. Yeah, he came to our team meeting this morning, and he was just like glowing, right? He was so excited to see that he had, Closed the house this week and helped a great family, another military family, army um, major. I'm a Navy brain. I don't think of <laughs> other services too well. I had to really think of that <laughs> structure, but it was cool to see that that growth in him and like kind of that full circle picture coming around. And it wasn't an easy deal. And the other side did their best, but they didn't do enough. Right? So yeah. it was good. I like that. Well, Adam, if people are interested in speaking to you and finding out more about your team, uh, more about Douglas Realty, would you like them to reach out to me and for me to reach out to you? Or would you like to be either way. Uh, your contact information? Yeah, either way, if you Google Team Alpha Charlie of Douglas Realty, we'll pop right up. 443-347-6692 is me. Adam at TACMD.com, T-A-C-M-D.com. We'd love to talk to anybody and everybody. Thank you so much, uh, Adam, for allowing me to interview you and being open to sharing your success and your team's successes uh, over the last 12 months and a little bit of the strategy that you use. I am so very grateful for your time. Absolutely. Have a great day. I appreciate you. Absolutely. And everybody, please take a moment and send this podcast to two of your colleagues that you respect. And also take a moment and put a review on the platform in which you're listening to this on. Thanks again, everybody. And until next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it, and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. 
it helps get the word out.